everybody. Welcome back to The Dive, where we explore the nitty-gritty of creativity here in South Carolina. I'm G.P. McLear, Executive Director of the South Carolina Arts Alliance. Today, we have a very uh, special podcast for you. We had a project, a collaboration with Frothy Beard Brewery in Charleston uh, over the last few months, where we helped them develop a brand new beer called Creative Impact, a pale ale. Uh, and so, and we had a local artist in Charleston, Breland Lashimina, do the can work for us, the artwork. So uh, we sat down with them uh, as announcing this project. Um, it was a part of Arts Advocacy Week this year. So uh, enjoy this podcast where we talk about the brewing process, being an artist, and the creativity behind it all. Hey, I'm Joey Sekinavi. I'm one of the owners of Frothy Beer Brewing Company. Uh, I'm Steve uh, McCauley, and I am another owner of Frothy Beer Brewing Company. And I'm Breland Lachiminat, and I'm art director at Bread and Butter. All right. Uh, so we are at Frothy uh, Beer Brewery here in Charleston. Technically West Ashley, right? Yeah, yeah. West Ashley. Charleston some, City Limits. So. Give some pride in West <laughs> Ashley. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, today, uh, so this is exciting for me, and it's cool, and every time I talk about it with people, they think it's awesome. I agree. We worked with y'all, each of you, on creating a very special beer for Arts Advocacy Week. Uh, a way for us, for the Arts Alliance, to sort of lift the profile of uh, the creative professional. It's someone that we value a lot in the state. There are 115,000 creative professionals in this in South Carolina. Uh, the creative industry has $9.7 billion impact, and we consider breweries, as I do, could be a part of that ecosystem. And and Frothy has uh, always been a really great supporter of the arts, and, and Breland is one of my favorite artists. So it seemed like a perfect... <laughs> Breland didn't know that. <laughs> Thank you. But, so, Seemed like a perfect, a perfect uh, union between everybody. Uh, but let's start with a little bit of background. Uh, so Joey and Steve, you guys started this thing mm -hmm. like pretty much, pretty much as an idea. Yeah, no, yeah, that's right? absolutely true. Um, Joey and I started this with our business partner Michael about ten years ago on paper. Yeah. Um, got our first location about eight years ago. Didn't really open until about seven years ago. And uh, yeah, March will be our seventh birthday, so yeah, it's we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it was an idea, and now it's reality, and now and you got to work with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a hell of an adventure. Sure. <laughs> uh, Reland, what about you? You're in the PR business, but that's not really where you started, is it? No. Yeah, I started. Uh, I went to school for costume design for theater, so I went to college for theater production, um, which was my passion at the time. Upon graduation, I was sort of at a loss. There were no jobs. I was like, what am I doing? Um, so then, as an artist, you're crafty. You're, uh, you know, kind of make the best of your talents. So there was an internship for graphic design here in Charleston. I took it, and that's been my career ever since. So graphic design has been one of the best ways to make money for me as a creative um and i've really enjoyed it so have you made any costumes recently halloween is a fun time <laughs> of year for my family um but other than that no <laughs> that's Braylon, you also freelance too right i do Still? freelance yes so Freeland did the can design for our for this beer the beer oh, is called uh, creative impact 
Should we talk about the beer, maybe? Oh, as well, like I was gonna, a, or, yeah, or, I, was gonna, I guess after yeah. we enter. Okay, yeah. yeah so, after. more about me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, I designed the beer can label for Creative Impact. It was really fun. Um, I take freelance projects as a if I really want to do it basis, um, I, which is so nice to have that luxury of I don't need it as much anymore. Yeah. I'm at a level where I feel comfortable saying no to people, which is great. Is it more challenge oriented or passion oriented? Passion oriented, for sure, for sure. Um, I mean, well, everything's a challenge. Is making a bunch of words fit on a tiny page. I mean, everything's a yeah. challenge. Um, but definitely if it's interests that I love, like obviously I love beer, I love Frothy Beard, I love GP, so it's like this was like a perfect project for me to do in my spare time in like a week. We did it really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really it really, it's really great to have creative friends. Yeah, so I mean this was a challenging project and you were like I need it today and I was like okay how about in a week or yeah, I don't know, yeah. but yeah. Um, so let's talk about the beer a bit. Um, this kind of came up first, Steve and I, I think December I was down here, yeah. and I was like, hey, I've got a wild and crazy idea. Well, it didn't, for me, it was wild and crazy. Brewing beer for you is not wild and crazy. Uh, but, um, so what kind of, let's talk a little bit about the brewing process. Um, what kind of goes into you, when, when I come to you and say, hey, let's come up with a, let's come, I'd like to do a beer with you. What's the first thing that enters your mind? Um, well, the, the process is it happened to me. Uh, Steve told me about it, and I was like, that's a great idea. And uh, we had just had a, a hop representative from Crosby Hops come by, and he brought this hop, Enigma. I was like, I really want to try it. And he was like, hey, we want to make this beer. I was like, well, let's just make a pale ale. And just, it like coalesced immediately. So it, was, it was just kind of happened naturally, and it, it turned out really good. Um, but yeah, I mean, the beer process is different every time, but this was one of the more, like, it just gelled really well, you know. Mm -hmm. So, thank you guys for being very organized. Oh, <laughs> what do you, what do you, when someone comes, where when you come up with an idea or something inspires you to create a beer, so what other, I guess this one was really about timing, it was almost like, this this hop is good for a pale ale, I, I, I am not an expert, I'm making this up as I go, but I, um, like, so, when someone comes to you and says, I want to do a beer, what is that? start in your brain how to like how do you how did you come up with this um we usually like to ask people short version no yeah we usually <laughs> we like to ask people what they want to make um i think you mentioned that yeah. we should just do like a pale ale mm -hmm. something easy drinking and approachable mm -hmm. but interesting and i think this is just a single hop pale ale with this enigma hop which is grown in australia um it has notes of pinot gris uh, raspberries, red currants, um, and tropical fruit. Mm -hmm. I get like a lot of muscadine and like white grape oh, yeah. from it. Mm -hmm. And we carbonated it pretty high. Um, so it just really, it's just really uh, refreshing and like easy drinking, but like very flavorful. <laughs> I think it turned out great. But we just, um, usually it just kind of, we work on that together because we want to know what, you know, you want it to make. Yeah, yeah. And then kind of take it from there. Yeah. Is, uh, do you guys pick so you guys have, I don't know how many on tap, you have like 12 on tap or something like that. I, I think we have 19. 19 on 19. tap? Or 20. Uh, Tomorrow, with this beer, we'll have 20, I believe. How do you, like, did, are there ever too many pale ales? No, hops are king. Okay. Yeah, hops and sours. Hobby beers and sour beers are, okay. you can never make enough. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I, just, I was always you know, like, oh, I hope I don't give them a beer that like, oh, just another beer that we have to make. <laughs> yeah. And I think the way we designed this one, which we like to do, is like let the hop do the work, so it's pretty light, 
as far as the mall yeah. goes. It's just a two-row base mall, some caramel mall, and Carol Carol pills, which you use for head detention, and then it's just the hop okay. to like to really showcase it. It's really good. We just opened the first few cans of it. Yeah, we canned it today. Yeah, so it. Uh, it's delicious. It is very good. Big fan, big fan of your work. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a sample? Ooh. Yeah, there it goes. Oh, it sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So, uh, Breland, we kind of came to you in about uh, late December and said... Well, yeah, I think it was Christmas. I think it was like at home for Christmas. Oh, that's right. I got yeah. an email. I was like, oh, sweet. GP probably wants to hang out. Because we're, we're that, we have the too, same hometown. This, this was a way for right. me to hang out with you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, then it was like, can we get a beer can label design? Which honestly, I was so happy to get this email because like a beer can label design has been on my to-do list or on my wish list of creative projects for a while. Basically, my firm that I work for is a food and beverage and hospitality firm, but we haven't done any beer can label design. So it's like, oh, this will be amazing yeah. to have under my belt to learn from. So it was an immediate yes. So I think Breland, myself, and Steve worked on the name. We threw some names up at the wall and we landed on Creative Impact, which for us highlights the impact, obviously, that the creative industry has in the state is something that when we talk to elected officials about, we highlight all of the time, economics, jobs, uh, we, this is a message that we own, so we really like the name, um, and that's something I told, I told to Breland, here's why we chose the name, uh, or really, Breland helped me pick the name, she said I had another option, she said, this one's better. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so I listened to Breland. I'm still, and Joan of Art, if anybody wants to make a Joan of Art, <laughs> Joan of Art is really good. movie, love, like anything, I love I'm Joan available. of Art as well. Um, <laughs> And but it didn't feel right for this. We can always do another beer. Right. right. Don't worry. This may hopefully knock on wood as long as everyone buys this beer. It won't be the last time we sort of we either make this one or something different. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, cool. So what go. about creative, that message about creative impact sort of, first of all, describe the design that you sort of landed on and then yeah. why? Well, I mean, it just was the creative process of we started with mood boards, the mood boards, you know, for creative impact, the direction that was chosen was very bright, colorful. Um, you know, obviously visually compelling. Um, so taking that mood board, then going to my iPad, doing some doodles, making it look amazing, um, and making it work functionally for a beer can is pretty much my process for this project. Yeah. But I mean, just making sure that it was cool, making sure it was bright, making sure that the information that needed to be on the can was there, that we're saying the right message, that, you know, we're shouting out to the SC Arts Alliance and also Frothy Beard mm -hmm. right. and you know the the reason for why we're doing the beer making sure it's all there um, it's almost to describe it for people who can't find this beer near their house it's almost like a kaleidoscope mashed in my opinion this is just why don't you describe it before I like, say something oh god um, yeah it is like a kaleidoscope rainbow <laughs> meets like Aztec a friend of mine responded that it looked like Biggie's Coogie sweater, which you should all <laughs> Google that, I yeah. guess, because I had to, because I'm not with it. I'm not with it. Um, yeah. So anyway, I was like, wow, yeah, maybe I did subliminally have inspiration from that. But 
I get I get like a stained glass window vibe yeah. Yeah. from yeah. it too. Yeah, I love it. Cool. And then we've gotten a lot of compliments already. Mm-hmm. People are like all about it. Well, I guess that's a good kind of segue into you guys use artists for all of your labels. Yeah, we and use quite a bit. Your entire theme of frothing was artist-driven, or at least the, the imagery. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you talk a little bit about why you guys like doing that? Well, I think Joey and I have a, a number of comments to make on this. Um, Tammy Boyce was actually the person who did the original artwork for Frothy Beard, and uh, at the time, all of us were just startups. You know, yeah. it's the best way I can describe it. Um, we were needed a logo. We were we just had this idea that was kind of, for lack of a better term, fermenting away, yeah. and um, it was kind of just something that kind of landed on us. We needed a place she wanted to provide, so that, that's kind of what got us in the door with with uh, local artists. Mm-hmm. Um, but since then, we've used we've used a number of artists for a lot of our can designs. Um, yeah, got a lot of friends that work at Artisan Craftsman. Oh, okay, um, I've just met a lot of artists yeah. you know, since I've lived in Charleston. So it's just fun to like pull them in to do to do a label, and we've had a lot of great ones. Yeah, um, yeah. I think also another reason why I was excited to do this project is because I'm such a big fan of Tammy's work, mm-hmm. and I was like, wait, they want me to do a beer for them because their cans are amazing and everything they do is amazing and this is so great but yeah so yeah, I do find shout fun. out to Tammy we love you yeah, Tammy really is the best yeah, yeah. Tammy is amazing yeah I, I do find I've never met you I'm sorry <laughs> but I love you I do find frothy's cans I mean I, I got my first taste of craft beer uh, you know in, in college at the age of 21 with mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> with, with my friend, with my friend Bill, who who brought what is still sort of holds a special place in my heart, Dogfish 90 Minute IPA, just just because it's the kind of the first craft beer I had. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, but since then, I mean, there's, there's no there's no denying that people when they go through a store and they don't understand anything, they don't, they're not a beer drinker, they don't understand all of the hops and the process that goes into it. Can labels are a big piece of the marketing for for beer. Uh, is that can you talk a little bit about your strategy behind that? Or, or you may not have one, just maybe like whatever looks good for this beer or... Oh, I think from a creative standpoint, um, breweries have, share a large portion uh, of creative space, if you will. Um, not only from the liquid that's being provided, but also from the experience which is also provided. Um, this day and age, we live in a world full of breweries, and so every one of them can create kind of their own flavor, their kind of flair of how they, how somebody experiences from the moment they walk through the door, through the door to the moment that they leave. Mm-hmm. And um, I think for us, you know, we actually have created our own, and um, uh, not only through that, but through the liquid that, that all of us pour. So yeah. yeah. Um, so I would, so sort of the theme of this podcast is talking a little bit about. Modern creatives. Uh, this is a person in the workforce that honestly the Arts Alliance is trying to do a much better job of supporting or bringing attention to. In our advocacy work, we do uh, we work really well in the nonprofit sector and the arts ed sector, but trying to bridge that gap uh, in the world of designers, architects, and brewers and the, the cuisine side of things. So that's something we're working on, which is one of the reasons we're excited about this project, but also wanted to talk with you guys. Um, I guess, would you all consider yourselves, it's a leading question, but consider yourselves like modern creatives? You feel like... I personally definitely. I know you guys probably do as well. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, we were, it's, you know, I would pay the bills, so to speak, but yeah. And I think you guys, you're not only 
just creating something, but also you build. I think what defines for me a creative professional, and I'm sort of partly answering the next question, but is <laughs> is you've built you've built a business around that creative process. Right. So I guess that sort of how do you how would how what attributes of yourself do you think make you a modern creative in that in that word? Like really, you're the first one in the here to mention the word creative as a title for yourself, and I hate to put you on the spot for that. But I am okay. But Hi. you you said you said you know as a creative. So why do you? What makes you think of that as opposed to artist? Oh, as a well. I mean, you can answer that anyway. Yeah, I mean, as a modern creative. It's basically taking the left side of your brain and the right side of your brain, mashing it together, and like using the organizational skills and the business savvy along with your art. You're not just, you know, making for the sake of making, you're making for business. Mm -hmm. So that's, I guess, what I yeah. feel like is my answer. Yeah. <laughs> what is, I'm a creative. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I get, you guys have this, I mean, Similarly, I mean, it's just a. I, I mean, I would I would say that um, I think in today's modern age, being a creative means that the canvas is different for everyone, right? So, in our uh, place, uh, the canvas is the pint glass and the experience, mm -hmm. um, and for many other people, it might be uh, the way they write, poetry, all, all sorts of other things. There's, there's a million different ways you can be creative, and, and I think sometimes there's a there's a difference that's happening, I guess, in today, which what a creative actually is. Um, it used to be those, those, those strong art things, right? Sculpture, arts, you know, mm -hmm. colors, ballads, stuff like that. Um, and I think in a lot of ways that's changed quite a bit, so, yeah. I think it's interesting, this popped in my head, that uh, both the Frothy and, and Breland, your work, uh, are heavily influenced by the experience around the work you create. Like, uh, the role of the physical brewery in the brewing process. I mean, I've been to Frothy numerous times, and therefore when I see a Frothy beer, beer on the shelf, I equate the experience and all positive experiences I've had to mm -hmm. Frothy to that can of beer. And I guess, is, do you think that, I mean, creating a space for people to enjoy your beer has helped market it to the broader masses to a degree? Um, yeah, I mean, I think to, to the absolute point, I think Frothy Beard has always been uh, the idea or brainchild, if you will, of Joey, Michael, and myself to an extent. Like, we, the, the idea is, is trying to create a, a, a place where, you know, people can enjoy all the things that we enjoy, right. you know, uh, which is... Um, video games, video games <laughs> uh, yeah. D&D, you know, like uh, yeah. reading, sci science fiction, yeah. like all, all of these things. And, and, and so it's not necessarily about, uh, uh, I, 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 for like, I don't know, it's, it's more about, I guess, I feel like subliminally lifestyle? you're marketing <laughs> in such a personal way, like subliminally, like it, it's happening and it's just what you guys like, but the general public is responding to it in such a positive yeah. way because they're like, oh. Yeah. They're just our buddies that like to play video games, and we want to go hang out with them slash drink their beer. Like, I feel like it's a marketing I, gem. I would say kudos to you guys because I would say seeing your beer on the shelf and then coming to Frothy, the experience like translates. Like I don't come to Frothy and go, this is not like based on what I see, this matches. I I, I think sub I, 
subliminal that you guys have done a lot of work you may not know about right. in terms of matching opening a can of frothy to coming to frothy yeah. which is really fast and it's really cool it's like I want to go to Disney World I hope that it feels like Cinderella and then you go to the castle <laughs> and I assume I've never been to Disney World that it feels like the castle you know it's just like screaming children and yeah yeah well you know you take a few <laughs> moments of silence with some headphones mm-hmm. um, but yeah uh, so what about you both worked in the creative field what about your job so make it fun to come to work uh, in, the, in yeah, this sort of creative age it's definitely the creative aspect that's why I do it because if it was if I, if I didn't have any choice into what we were doing and like steering it in a certain direction or uh, you know, basing it off of experiences um, that means the whole reason why um, yeah it's like it keeps it keeps you going you know like it the ideas come out especially when you collaborate with a, an artist or a friend or a business that is the best part yeah like we use a local farmer we use a local artist like when it all comes together um that's my that's like my favorite part of it is, is that aspect of it yeah and i'm so glad you brought up collaboration i think that's one of the most important like buzzwords in my career is collaboration there are a lot of creatives out there who think their idea is the only idea or their mission is the only mission and it's like no clients you're creating something for a client so collaboration is always the most important thing and you have to hear and you have to listen to what that person is looking for and mold your design to that person or that company or that brand Um, so coming to work and collaborating with a bunch of different brands it just makes it interesting. Every day is so interesting. You're not just working on the same thing every day. Yeah, because you can learn something from them and yeah, reinforce your your okay, ideas, yeah. but also learn new things and yeah. and just kind of expand your horizons. And it's just art piled on top of art, like the thing we made for, with the ingredient that this person dedicates their life to, and then someone that dedicates their life to marketing design. You know, designs the label, and it's just like. This whole right. wrapped up package of something we all worked on together. But not only collaborating with people outside of your field, but it's like collaborating with other people within your field so that you learn more about what you're doing and you learn from them. Oh, that's how you do that? Okay, well, I yeah. do it this way, but that's actually faster. So, you know, you're constantly learning and you're constantly finding, you know, faster ways to do things and, you know, your workflow streamlined. So oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's something that we notice when we do collaborations with other breweries, when we go to their brewery. And worse, you know, most of the time, I'm like, oh, that's really fascinating. We never considered doing that. Sometimes we're like, oh, I'm glad we do it our way because that looks yeah. like yeah. a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but it, we, have, well, I've learned more doing collaborations with other breweries than right. from anything else. And that's one thing, like from a designer standpoint, I feel like the community of designers needs to be more inclusive and less like competitive. I feel like a lot of times people get, oh, well, I don't want to talk to you about this because you might judge me or you might judge my work so Mm -hmm. it's like I want to create more of a community of people that's like hey I'm working on this is it shitty can I not say that sorry podcast (laughs) Um, or is you know do you have a better suggestion Um, just making a more open conversation a safe space for designers to bring their ideas and not be judged harshly yeah but yeah it's my soapbox I'll get off it (laughs) (laughs) I also think collaboration, what I find when I do it, is it helps me learn how to work within different limits. I'm a big believer in that creativity comes from limits, not from freedom. Like if 
you were given that you could make beer in a day, that changes. You could be, you could make 30 beers in a, in a month. Yes. And that, but that creative process that you guys have to go through, or you collaborating with clients who have their own opinions, makes makes you sort of, okay, it puts up these walls that make you be creative. I think it's John Stewart who said that creativity comes from limits, not from creative. It's like, for those of us in, who in, do my kind of work, it's like if we were to say the arts got a, got a trillion dollars in the budget, we wouldn't know what to do with it, I don't think. Like, yeah. we, we need a limit uh, in order to say, okay, how can we be creative in our community? I think yeah. collaboration sort of gives you, oh, I, I can do it that way, or oh, I shouldn't do it that way. It's, mm-hmm. that's, it's always interesting to me. Uh, so you guys all live in Charleston. Um, what about this city sort of like feeds your creativity? Why why is this for you the best place for you to be? I guess for me it's sort of culinary. I worked at restaurants and so that, that kind of transitioned into beer, which is a similar lifestyle. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's just the, the food culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and just using, we have a lot of great local producers too, as far as food, and that's, I think that's getting better and better every every year. Restaurants are using more local ingredients, but that was definitely what got me here. Plus the people, I mean, it's you know the CFC's art school, so I just made so many great friends um, that went to school there. Um, so I think it's just those two things for me. Yeah, I mean the city does bring a bunch of vibrant characters. I mean we have a lot to offer, so obviously we. I don't know what flies to wine. Um, but anyway, so I, I feel like a bunch of my friends that I've met here have just made me so comfortable um, in the community. And as a doing what I do, the, there were jobs here for what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So it just made sense for me to land here. Um, yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, at the time, I was, I was just trying to think about what brought me in. Um, at the time, like my friends told me, I needed to move to Charleston, and so I did that. And uh, since then, I, I yeah, uh, Joey, Michael, like uh, it was, it was amazing. Um, I know it all just came down was, to that internship. I like yeah. came here, like I got an internship. I have like family yeah. that lives here. I could live for free. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I landed um, here. Charleston has that effect. I lived in the Upstate my whole life, and then yeah. the first time I came down, it's like oh. Yeah. 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 I'd never been, in a, and then I've now lived here three times, and the third time it's been <laughs> Stuck 13 right. years or something. So yeah. But I mean, the arts community is really strong. I mean, there's a bunch of artists and creators, and Spoleto Festival is always so yeah. exciting. And I don't know. It's. Yeah, I, it was very hard for me to leave this city. Uh, yeah. To venture off to the you know, the, the wild upstate. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and now I've found a town obviously that I love and. and wouldn't live anywhere else, but I, Charleston is, I consider it pretty much like my second home. Yeah. Uh, what do you got, this is more of an existential question, but why do you think if cities are looking to be as vibrant as Charleston, or at least strive for vibrancy like Charleston does, why do you think it's important to have creative professionals in their mix or in their in their portfolio? I, honestly, I... Uh, what do you guys do for the community? That's the better way to put it. Well, I, th- I think what Charleston provides creatively, <laughs> uh, wise, uh, <laughs> is I think it adds like a lot of like ideas, right? Mm-hmm. So like um, Charleston itself is, is, is 
small little town, amazing architecture, right? Crazy culinary scene. Uh, things are constantly changing within that spectrum. Uh, beer is, is constantly changing. Their their uh, art is constantly changing. It's just it's it's becoming such a small like sphere of influence, I suppose, yeah. in the state of South Carolina. Um, I think overall, though, uh, I kind of lost my oops my track there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think so. I also work for a city. We represent citizens in a city, and I love the idea of a brewery or a design shop or a PR firm opening up in our town. Right. Uh, because I think creative professionals, for me, bring a sense of perspective and. Just the, the energy and the go get them, go get it attitude, and the we can solve this problem. There, don't or don't take this so technical approach to it. I think there's a softness to how creative solve a problem uh, for me that made me just like want to. Like I would rather work in a coffee shop or a brewery or even a co-work space or even a, someone else's design studio or artist studio all day rather than an office because. It's, it's more just, inviting. It's more inviting. Right? Yeah. I, I yeah. think I think creative professionals bring a sense of bring a bring a total. They help bring a totally different sense of pride in the community because this was created in this community by people who live in this community. Right. Influenced by the community. Exactly. Well, it makes yeah. it cool. I mean, yeah. creative yeah. professionals make an area cool. Yeah. Um, We've just declared everyone in the. In I this mean, knock on wood. I'm like 30. <laughs> Are we still cool? I don't know. I, we're definitely still cool. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> there is no question. That, I wake up every morning. I'm like, if anything, we're really cool, fun. <laughs> we're really well dressed. <laughs> so I, I, uh, I sort of one more question, and that's, it's like you're as a creative professional, uh, your creative process is focused on that. You guys, am I like, there are a lot of great beers in, in the state of South Carolina. Uh, I think, I think Frothy is is one of my favorites. Just the experience and the taste and. And the, I think the appropriate diversity in the in the beer you make, it's not, total spectrum, and it's not so narrow. Um, I really appreciate that. Um, and I, and, and I love Breland's work. If you haven't, go check out her website, which we'll get Breland's website at the end. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, see if you can convince her to do a gig for you. Try. Uh, <laughs> Just try. I dare you. <laughs> but, so, I, I, yeah, all of y'all are good at your jobs, and you're good at creating, and you're good at the business side of things. At what point did you realize you were good? Um, I think it's a daily conversation with yourself. Some days you don't feel like you're very good at it. Uh, some days you feel like you finally figured it out, and it's like every week is a new challenge. Uh, especially in the brewing industry, we've become plumbers, electricians, mm-hmm. um, carpenters. Like we've we've had to learn it all. Cause especially at our original location, it was very DIY. If you've been, if you went to the first yeah. spot, um, the new the new spot here in West Ashley is much more professional. You know, it's got a better layout. You know, we have you know everything that we need to have as a brewery. But uh, I think every every day, every week is is a new challenge, and we're like constantly just. Taking steps, you know, forward, and I, we've got we've come a long way. Um, we still have a lot to learn there, but it can definitely be humbling sometimes. Mm-hmm. But then there are those triumphs, and you're like, you know, just when you you're figuring it out, and you're like, you get better, and you notice your progress, especially when you look back over seven years yeah. of making beers. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's the same process in a designer's world. It's like, are you ever good enough? You know, you always have that one designer you're working with that you think is better than you, but you're always just as good as that other person. You just need to get to that level, and you don't know until you know. I don't know. I, that's a lot of no's, but <laughs> I will say for me, I feel like in my career leading up to now, I used my higher-ups as a crutch, and I was like, oh, well, I have these bosses, and they're doing all the hard work, and I just have to do the fun work. Now I'm in a boss position where oh, it's kind of scary, and I have to do some hard work. I don't know if I can do it, um, but I am doing it, and I'm doing it well. So, I mean, knock on wood, I think I am. But uh, it is just, it's crazy how much you grow when you take that crutch out, and you just go out and do it on your own. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's mm. when I knew it was probably like last week when I signed a big client. <laughs> it was a big deal. Yeah, nice. Uh, Steve, to add to what Joey said, what uh, was there a beer that sort of that you guys brewed together? And you were like, uh, maybe we should do this. So to be fair, Joey and I have made hundreds of beers at right. this point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> or is there one today that survived the? the oh yeah, there's actually a couple of them. Honestly. Uh, the Belgian Triple, which we just put it back on tap. Yeah, you know, and, that's and, an old list. And the Irish Red. Yeah, and the Irish Red. Those yeah. are two, like, okay. classics. Yeah, okay. those super classics. Yeah, they go yeah. way back. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think from from those points, yeah, there's a lot of creativity in that space, though. Mm -hmm. um, God, there's so many beers from that. From that. Do you ever get burnt uh, out on ideas of making beer? Like, do you ever get, like, oh, there's no more to make? I'm just, that's a personal question. I'll say, well, going back to your, your business aspect, I will say that sometimes there's a little bit of a, gosh, I wish this wasn't the way the business actually was. Yeah. Right? So sometimes, like, the business of creating craft beer and, and the actual creativity of it, like, doesn't necessarily mesh very well mm -hmm. together. Um, and I think that's kind of, like, a, one of the, the hard parts of it. And so, like, to a certain extent, like, with craft beer, there is a business, a strong business attached with it, right? So you sometimes you have to make some really hard decisions as far as what you want to do versus what you really like to do, um, or, or what you have to do versus what you yeah. really like to do. And, and and so I think sometimes those those come up more frequently than ever before. So like, you know, when tank space becomes you know a commodity, you know, it becomes a, a thing that you actually have to start valuing, and and that becomes kind of. Our issue, I think, as brewers, yeah. because you, you have to it's something you have to keep your lights on, you have to keep your employees, you know, like right. you have to do all these things, right. and so, so, so when those decisions start becoming part of it, then that becomes the that starts kind of yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we have a lot of ideas that we just leave on the drawing board because we we have, we have more ideas than beers that we can make. I want to come yeah. to that tasting when <laughs> the weird ones come out. Well, in the brew house, <laughs> we've got a little dry erase board, and we write beer names or beer ideas, and like. We just leave them there and, and we gestate, and then eventually it comes back around to it. Sometimes it's the name first, mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's the beer. Oh, nice. But yeah, I mean, it, it, there, we have a lot of fun ideas. And we actually have a cool idea coming up for our anniversary party. We're doing some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle beers. Yep. Um, it's going to be ridiculous. But <laughs> there, there's going to be a mixed four pack yeah. of the beer for each turtle. Yeah. We're making a blue beer with algae. It's terrifying, but it's exciting. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. When is your seventh birthday? It's going to be March 21st. Shameless plug. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's fine. <laughs> Putting it in my calendar. So we'll, yeah. we'll do it. We'll do it. Well, how, uh, how do people find out more about the work that you all do? Frothybeard.com. Yep. We're on Instagram. Untapped Instagram, Twitter, 
think we have a Snapchat. I don't know. I don't have, <laughs> Maybe we do. I don't use Snapchat. I don't think I don't really use Snapchat. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they have one. Let us know. I think we do. I'm pretty. I've yeah. heard about it. Maybe we do. Maybe I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> yeah. um, and my freelance is blcreativeco.com. Or if you are in the food and beverage or hospitality industry, contact me at wearebreadandbutter.com. Um, you can find us through there. Yeah. So uh, how does on Creative Impact? How can people buy it? Or and hopefully it'll still be there by the time they hear this. But. Um, yeah, tomorrow it goes on tap in the brewery. Mm -hmm. um, you'll be here. Yeah. You're coming. Yeah, I'll be here. Steve will be there. Here. Um, and then next week, when goes out. Yeah, it goes out into the into the world, into the state. Um, uh, the thing on Wednesday. Yeah. If, if, if my mom to. doesn't buy it all uh, before <laughs> then, because I think she might. <laughs> yeah, it'll also be at all the growler houses, yeah. uh, all four locations. So that's Fountain Inn, and Anderson, Spartanburg, and Greenville. And Greenville. Well, thanks, you guys, and uh, I'm gonna hopefully I'm gonna replay the. Sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I appreciate. Yeah, we it. have another can over there. And okay. uh, <laughs> cheers. Yeah, no, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. enjoyed that podcast i want to thank joey steve and breland for being great partners and making that podcast a lot of fun um, the beer is really good uh, if you can pick it up head over to frothy beer brewery in charleston or any of the four growler house locations in the upstate they're in anderson uh, greenville spartanburg and our home city of fountain inn as always if you like this podcast make sure you subscribe to it on itunes and share it with your friends and until next time stay creative south carolina